minimalists. <laughs> Your hair looks so good, Josh. Thanks, Ryan. How do you get it to do that? Well, if I told you, I'd have to marry you. <laughs> Please don't tell me. <laughs> okay. We have one more question uh, today about anxiety. Aaron says, how do you deal with worrying over possibly not doing the right things in the right place at the right time? Oh, my God. That is an anxiety-inducing question. And he said, should we just be happy with what we have and not let fantasizing about other better things get in the way of our current focuses? Yes. Thanks for the question, Aaron. Thanks for all you patrons out there. <laughs> well, it reminds me of this essay that is in our book essential but it's also on our website it's called the right path the wrong path the left path and no path it's a good one so it's it took me it took me a little bit to understand and i'm only prefacing this for people who might have the same problem i had when i read this essay uh-huh. the left path yes because <laughs> the right path the wrong path the left path right like, wait a and minute no path <laughs> yeah so so uh, it goes a little something like this whenever we fail to make a decision we fail to grow as we approach each of life's proverbial forks in the road, we are not faced merely with two potential courses of action. Rather, as many as four choices appear in front of us at each fork. Number one is the right path. Often, the correct decision is glaring. The right path is illuminated, clear for miles, obvious to everyone. Whenever this is the case, seize the opportunity. Take the right path. Number two, the wrong path. There are some paths that are blatantly incorrect, filled with obstacles and venomous creatures lurking about. Avoid these routes even when they appear to be beautiful, tantalizing, or easy. Now think about the social media thing you were talking about. Uh, that one's not always glaringly wrong, but smoking. We all know that smoking is bad for us, mm. right? That's the wrong path. But it's so cool. Right. It's easy. It's tantalizing. <laughs> I said it's so cool. And Jordan's over there like, yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's, He's got a point, Josh. He's got a cigarette dangling from his mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. And so then we have uh, the left path. Sometimes the fork presents two equally viable options. And this is where people really struggle, Ryan. The right path is right, but so is the left path. The left path is also the right path. It's right? a double entendre. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you cannot tell which path is correct. That's also true. Sometimes there's two paths. You're like, I don't know which one is the right one. Mm -hmm. In these instances, it is most important to simply pick either path using all available relevant information and keep moving forward. Even if we pick the wrong path, we grow from that failure. Amen. And so picking the path instead of just saying, okay, there's a fork in the road. Both of them look like they might be correct. Well, I guess I'm just going to stand here forever then until I figure it out. Mm. No, you're not just going to figure out. You're not going to analyze your way into the right decision usually. Right. We, we get paralyzed by this analysis. Once we've looked at the data and we say, okay, they're both equally right, then just pick one and move forward. Yeah. Of course, there's the this fourth path and it's no path. No path at all. When we are faced with two unknown paths, left and right, we often freeze with indecision, stuck in our decision-making paralysis. This is the worst option of all. Not deciding is always a bad decision. Amen. And so think about that for a second. Not deciding 
isn't not deciding. It's just choosing not to decide. You've made your decision yeah. by not deciding. And and that is always going to be the bad decision for you. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have to wait. Sometimes waiting is helpful. That's not indecision. Right. Uh, for me, we, we talked uh, last week just briefly about the 30-30 rule, right? Uh, if something costs more than $30, I'm going to wait more than 30 hours to purchase that thing in most cases, right? That's not indecision. It's making the decision to wait 30 hours, and then I'm going to make that decision at, at that point in time. Because quite often, I will change my mind once I've had time to deliberate it uh, about it and ask myself the appropriate questions. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, um, it's impossible to make every decision perfect and that that is where i get caught up a lot man like for example is i i'm uh in the middle of switching apartments right now mm-hmm. and mariah and i we were looking at this um apartment and they were offering six free weeks of rent which is great i mean that's like a really awesome incentive but you know i wasn't 100 percent sold on this apartment right. <laughs> but of course they give me the ultimatum. Oh, well, that, that offer is only good for 48 hours. Sure. And uh, once that uh, once that 40, 48 hours is up, it's only four weeks. It's not going to be six weeks. <laughs> so they try to force you into the decision. Yeah. And now there's a piece of me that is like, whoa, whoa, what if this is the right apartment? What if this ends up being the apartment? I should make this decision now so I can get the extra two freaks, two free weeks worth of rent. Mm-hmm. And if I wait and I come back to them, I'm going to miss two weeks and I'm going to miss you know half a month's rent for free. And, and ultimately, uh, we didn't go with that apartment. We still might. Um, but when I go back, yeah, I might lose out on two free weeks. Now, hindsight would take that. Sorry, I just knocked over a glass. Hindsight uh, might tell me, Ryan, you should have you chose the, 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 the six free weeks. Right. This ended up being the place. But the, the, where I'm at right now is I am willing to... I'm willing to uh, give up those two free weeks in order to make sure I am making the best decision. Well, when someone creates that false sense of urgency, because there isn't a real reason they're taking away those two weeks. If no. there, if there was an actual like reason, like then you can understand it. But they're sure. they're, they're using that as a closing tactic. As right. soon as someone creates a false sense of urgency, false sense of urgency for me, that throws a red flag. And and and. That oh you're trying to make me anxious, mm. and someone who cares about me isn't going to try to make me anxious. Right, absolutely. And so all of a sudden, that's going to move me toward a different path anyway. Oh, you're you're trying really hard to make me feel an emotion that will help you, but will not help me. Right. That's not what someone does if they're being if they're being completely above board. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, but. But, you know, with with Aaron here, I could see a decision like this would really drive him crazy. Yeah. Um, especially if he ends up going with the apartment, he's going to beat himself up over, oh, the, I could have got those two weeks. I've already let those two weeks go. There you go. I have already let that decision go. So I could stay focused on what is in front of me. I need to find an apartment that suits Mariah and I the best, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, the part of town, how much it costs financially, uh, yeah, how far away it is from work, how far away it is from you, how far away it is from the emergency room, whatever, man, whatever factors I, ha- I have to consider, I'm going to take the time to make sure that I'm making the best decision. And there is, and sometimes uh, uh, there will be some opportunity costs that we give up. Yeah. But, but I, I think what what ties in here with with this question is is kind of that the fear of missing out, right? Absolutely. What's it, uh, I think about couponing? Yeah. We we I I don't use coupons 
unless someone like literally is at the register and they hand me one mm-hmm. the, and the reason being is it's not that I don't want to save money I would like to get all my groceries for free that'd be that'd be great if I could just walk into the grocery store and they handed me everything for free mm-hmm. because they like my hair or something mm-hmm. but the truth is if I'm going to spend an hour a week you know, getting all these coupons together or whatever it, it's not worth it to me to uh, to 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 spend that extra hour two hours whatever mm-hmm. that I, i'm using to coupon i'd rather just pay 10 15 20 cents more and and know that i'm buying the peace of mind in doing so yeah aaron do not beat yourself up over every single outcome you definitely want to consider all the outcomes i mean even with you josh if you you know you go to the uh i forget which store and that a lot of them spit out the coupons and if you like just bought uh, a gallon of hair product and it was like hey your next gallon of hair product is free josh does not use gallons of hair product he uses very little hair product if any at all um but my point is is like yeah like you might look at that and be like you know what i'm gonna put that in my glove box and i'm gonna get that free next time or something like that definitely but, wouldn't do that <clears throat> but but i mean you understand what i'm saying I though do. like there are there are uh there are gonna be different different outcomes you have to consider and you have to make informed decisions based upon those outcomes but aaron once you make the decision yeah man don't look back you've got to keep going forward so you can stay focused on what is important well and and so you use that word focus and that's how he actually ended his question here he said should we just be happy with what we have and not let fantasizing over better things get in the way of our current focuses well here it's a really fancy way to ask us if he should have fomo (laughs) <laughs> but also like it's the it's just a different way to say what uh fallon was saying earlier in the main episode when she said hey uh, like all of these priorities there's no focuses he said yeah focuses, focuses. Is, is a, yeah focuses is like now like focus is, is a singular word right now right and he's trying to make it plural right there is a plural word it's actually foci um <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Seriously, that is the plural for focus. That's great. And, but but here's the weird thing. Like saying, uh, I think saying focuses is a misnomer. That's like saying going to the coldest fire. Mm. There are some fires that are going to be hotter than others, but they aren't cold. And having many focuses means you're not focused yeah. at all. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end it. Thank you, Patreon supporters. We appreciate you. You're helping pay for Podcast Sean. And now for Jordan. Podcast Jordan. Podcast Jordan. <laughs> podcast more. <laughs> podcast more. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Thank you so much, We'll y'all. see you next time. See ya. Don Minimalists. <laughs>